What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Welcome to the George Mossy Show. I have a special interview for you guys. First of all, say hello to Olivia Reese. So hi, welcome hi. to the show. Yes, hi. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you. So you have a lot going on this year. You have a new EP, a new project. You have new music. And we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to talk about touring, inspiration, the new EP, everything. So I want to start at the beginning, though. So let's start with, you're a singer and a songwriter. So where did you first perform for the first time? Like for me, I performed at church and then I did a school play where I acted and sang. So where did you introduce yourself to music and to the crowd itself? So probably my first few performances would have been in like elementary school, right at the beginning. Um, I've really been singing my entire life. Like I've always had such a passion for music. Um, my parents put me in piano when I was really young. Um, I taught myself how to play guitar when I was about 12. And uh, from there, it's just kind of been a snowball. Okay, so you write songs. So when did you start writing? Because I know singing usually comes first, and then songwriting usually comes second. And then sometimes um, playing instruments is in between. So tell me a timeline for that. When did you start playing instruments versus when you started writing music? I would say singing I've been doing since like day one. That one's to start it off. Um, piano, my parents put me in that when I was very young, like we're talking like six, really basic. Um, I started writing songs pretty casually, like as soon as different phrases or different words came to me, I just write them down and then um, that was probably when I was like 10. And then uh, I wanted to accompany myself. And that's when I taught myself guitar when I was 12. And I just became more and more serious about it from there. Um, writing then full blown songs as I got older. And uh, my first album, actually, I was playing around with GarageBand. And that's the most basic editing software mm -hmm. out there. And I made my first album just by myself playing around on GarageBand and Splice. And all songs I wrote myself and those ones I actually composed myself until I got a little bit further along in my career. And that's when I started working with a professional team. So random non-music question. I like to throw these in. Um, what's your favorite vacation destination? Barbados. Barbados. That would be Barbados. Yeah, I love Dubai, but Barbados sounds amazing Dubai. as well. I've lived in Dubai. So, really? Yeah, I've lived in uh, England twice, New York, and Dubai. And Dubai okay, was so amazing. I feel like there's some backstory there. Let's let's unpack that. So uh, my dad works for IBM, and okay. he's pretty high up there. And wherever there's the most business at the time they asked him if he would move down there. And it started, I think I moved to England for the first time when I was six. And then um, we'd come, we'd stay there for a few years. We'd come back to Canada for a couple and then back and forth as it went along. And then I went to university in England by myself um, when I was older as well. So what was that like adapting to different cultures at such a young age? How did that affect you? Was it was it hard? Was it easy? Did it come natural? Like, how did that affect you? The first year was always very hard. 
um, especially when you're younger, because then you're like the odd one out. You're mm -hmm. the one student that's completely different from everyone else. So the first year was always really hard, but um, as the years went on, I fit right in. I'm a very sociable person. So I made lots of friends and I loved it. And then right when I was like on cloud nine, they'd be like, well, the three years is up. You got to move back now. And then you start all over again. So it was so, an interesting cycle, but uh, England was pretty easy to adapt to because Europe and North America aren't like polar opposites. Right. Um, Dubai was a completely different game. That one was different for sure. <laughs> so I want to talk about this new EP that you're releasing over the course of this year. So we've heard the first single, Let Me Let Go. And I would love to hear in your own words how this song came about, what it means to you, and what your fans will hear and think and understand when they hear these lyrics. Because I listened to the song. It's a very um, emotional, it's a lyrical song. So I want to know, what was going through Olivia's mind? Like, what were you thinking when you were writing the song? So Let Me Let Go is definitely um, one of the biggest songs on this EP. Um, when I was writing the EP, I wanted to talk about how mental health affects you through the journey of life. And the only place really that makes sense to start there is at your lowest point. So you have to start at the point where for me, I didn't even really want anyone to help me when it came to a certain stage. I was just like, I'm really only comfortable when I'm completely alone in my room, probably not sober and just doing nothing. And when people would come that loved me, that wanted to help me, to get me out and do things, I was just not interested because the only place I was comfortable was just in pure isolation, just really sitting in that darkness. And um, I feel like people only talk about, you know, coming out from mental health issues, being like, oh, look, I survived, I picked myself up, and I wanted to write a song for people that were just like, you know what? I'm happy here. Well, happy. <laughs> like, I'm comfortable here. And that's why I wrote Let Me Let Go, because I just felt like sometimes people just need to be heard. And that was my way of speaking to people that sometimes you just don't want help. And that's what that song really was speaking towards. That's amazing. And I feel like music has always been addressing mental health for years. Like it's always been a form of therapy because like you said, a lot of people, they don't reach out. They don't want help and they don't. And sometimes we have a stigma around mental health where people don't feel comfortable saying that they are experiencing it. So I feel like songs have always been a, a place for us to go to learn how to cope with those things. And I love the fact that you're incorporating that into your music and into your EP because there's so many people that want the help but don't want to ask for it. And then it's there for them. Listening to a song is a form of therapy. I've always said a therapy session is $300 or you could buy a song on, on Apple Music for $1.29. You're going to get the same therapy from that. And I, I strongly believe that. 100%. I think the best way for you to really feel heard isn't necessarily you know, spilling off every detail of what's on your mind. Sometimes it's just knowing you're not alone in those thoughts. And that is a huge goal of mine in when I write my songs 
is I want people to feel like, okay, so I'm not the only person in the world who's ever felt like that. And when they listen to my song, be like, this actually is some therapy for me because that brings me peace to know, you know, Olivia felt like that too. And I came out the other side, but all my songs aren't just about like, oh yeah, I picked myself up. I feel great now. Yeah, it's a full journey experience. And I think that's important because like you said, there's always the end of the tunnel songs, but we need the full journey. There's the journey to get there. And that's so important. So working on this dream is hard enough and pursuing music, I think is one of the most difficult jobs out there. I've told people navigating a journey through music can be the most stressful and taxing thing on someone's mental health. So I found out that you are also living with epilepsy, which I think is something that I was shocked on because you perform, you write music, and that's something that a lot of people would think you wouldn't be able to do if you have it. So I want to talk about how it affects you pursuing your, your dream and performing and being on stage, because I think a lot of people need to hear that epilepsy isn't something that can stop you from pursuing your dreams because you're a, a prime example that you can do both. You can have it and you can still have it all. 100%. Um, epilepsy is something when I first started getting seizures that I didn't really know that much about. Like, to be honest, when I first got epilepsy, I honestly only thought that seizures were something that happened to drug addicts. And as a result of like severe, either ingesting something or brain damage, and I didn't really understand. For me, it started with figuring out how I'm going to balance everything and still maintain physical health on top of the mental health. And epilepsy isn't really a black and white illness. It's very complicated. There are good times and bad times. And sometimes it's not a clear cut reason as to why you have the seizure. And um, the after effects of the seizure are very intense. They will knock you out for long periods of time, um, big gaps in your memory. Um, a lot of the time I'll get bruises on myself. You bite your tongue, all different kinds of things. And it's hard dealing with that aftermath and then still having you know, the encouragement and the confidence to get back up and go, okay, now what's next? Now I have to go to the studio. Now I have to practice for a show. Right. And um, it's really been a process of figuring out how am I going to make this whole industry work for me? So I want to talk about going on the road because putting out the music, recording the music, that's the work. But the fun part is going on tour. So are you planning a tour? Are you going to be performing? Are you going to be promoting the EP? What are your plans for this year and getting in front of the crowds and performing? Because one thing I learned about you is performing is your first love. Writing music, composing music, going into the studio is one thing, but performing is where you feel the most at home. So when are we going to see more of that? I love performing. And I also, I would say second to performing, I really love writing. I've always loved writing. I used to write stories when I was a kid, like full-on novels. Um, so I would say performing and writing. Performing, I have a number of different places in Toronto that I'm going to be performing at this summer. Um, we're finishing the auditions for a band so I can have a proper live accompaniment to all my work. Especially taking the CP into consideration, I now have enough of my own music to do 
all my own stuff, no covers. And for a while, I would have to throw in a couple covers to balance everything out. So I'm really excited to be able to just go out and say, hi, like I'm Olivia Reese. This is all of my own music. And I love sharing my work with the world and I love sharing the messages that I write. I think I always have a real message or a real story to tell behind every song that I write. When I write music, I write down, you know, what am I drawing from? What do I want people to feel when they hear this? And what do I want people to be reminded of in their own lives when they listen to this track? And I break it down to that. So I'm really excited to just get up there and perform all of my own work. And uh, that's what will be happening this summer. That's exciting. It's a huge accomplishment. I'm so happy that you've gotten to this point. So now that you've gotten to this point, I want to take it back. So I know music is your creative expression, your creative outlet. Where and who do you think were some of the inspirations who got you here? Because I know a lot of artists always tell me, oh, well, I saw this person perform for the first time, or I saw a music video by this artist, and it, it sparked something in me. So where were you at what age, and who was it? Who do you think sparked that in you? Or were you just born with it? Honestly, it sounds cliche, but I really think a big piece of this I was just born with. Um, from the very start, I've always loved performing, um, writing, singing. I was, I've been singing nonstop, really. Came out of the womb singing. <laughs> In terms of artists, one artist I would say that stands out, that's been a big inspiration for me, is I thought for a long time, you kind of have to stick within one genre, one tiny little section, and that's, that's where it ends. And um, I saw Lady Gaga go from doing poker face, super intense, kind of edgy pop songs, mm -hmm. and then move to A Star Is Born and doing songs like Shallow, you know? And she wrote a lot of really powerful, slower songs for that movie and being able to see her put pieces of both of those things together and make that kind of like her own, her own group, her own little mini genre. I love that. And I find a big piece of that is reflective of me as well. I love that upbeat, edgy, intense music, but I also have a lot to say when it comes mm -hmm. to slower, more emotional songs. So she would be something that inspired me to really dive into that genre of having a little bit of everything in there. I love that lady. I love Lady Gaga. I've seen her live probably 10 times. So I love that oh, answer. Okay. She's amazing. I know, right? Okay. So one last question. So dream collaboration. It can be any artist too, living or dead. Obviously, if they're living, it's a possibility it could happen. But like, who is someone that you would just love to not just not necessarily perform with? maybe even just write a song with, because there are some amazing songwriters out there. So like, who would you like to collaborate with? Either perform, write, sing, both, whatever. What's your dream? That's a tough one, because I listen to a lot of different artists, so I'm having a lot of things run through my mind right now. Um, I really do love rap. That would be one thing. Mm -hmm. So um, I love Joyner Lucas. I think he's oh, yeah. great. Um, to be cliche, Eminem, can't help it. Gotta love him. Um, for singers, I really love Dua Lipa. I think Me she's too. got a, a lot of really cool songs in there. 
of course, Lady Gaga, as she's been an inspiration. Um, and really love Rihanna. I think she's oh. great. She's a classic. I love 90s pop, 90s hip hop. So I got to have a couple artists from around that time period. Solid choices. I don't disagree with any of those. So Let Me Let Go It's out right now on all music platforms. So make sure everybody goes and downloads that and streams that. And your EP is coming out throughout the year. I'm really excited about it. And thank you so much for coming and talking to me about this. I can't wait to see you sometime on tour because I want to see you in your element because I know these interviews and stuff. This is boring when it comes when you come to a singer and a performer. This isn't the fun stuff. We want to see you in your element. So I can't wait to see you doing that and performing these new songs for your fans. I want to see you in the crowd. I would love to be there. I would love to. All right, guys. Thank you so much to Olivia Reese for joining me. I am George Mossy. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcast. And I will talk to all of you guys really soon. See you. Thank you.